And because I, I can't wait to talk about this. Awesome. <gasps> Got it. <laughs> One, a two, a three. I'm your host, Sully. And here with me is Rob from Real Sharks Podcast. What's going on, everybody? The savior of Colt, Schlocky, and Gruesomeson. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Cam. Uh, don't late. So I guessed it on Rob's show, I want to say probably a few months back. And just to make this Christmas episode in time, I was like, you know what? I need just a backup just in case we get a no show or just in case we get just some other just thing. Just uh, I just know that he's going to probably like this. Because it's oh, yeah. just his kind of just crazy, just like, what on <laughs> earth is going on? You know, <laughs> I'm just have to be thought about, you know, but yeah, thank you. Uh, no, I, I love this. Yeah. I, you, I, well, if you were picking this for me, I, you definitely uh, got the right uh, film because I, I freaking loved it. <laughs> I won't lie. Oh, anytime. Even, and even though it's, you know, it has a bad rating, sadly, I thought it was great. Oh, totally. And I mean, no one's going to agree on which one is their favorite, but I just knew going in, okay, it is kind of a trashy movie franchise, but you know, it, it was always kind of like one of those, I never saw it at any video store, but I would hear about it on the internet, kind of like right. uh, Prom Night and uh, Sleepaway Camp. It was one of those, like, it didn't, yeah. uh, you know, and this was before we were bursting through <laughs> the bubbles, like, well, eventually you are going to see some of these, whether it's shown on one of the movie channels or just something, and the reason they have this kind of this following, I think, you know, so but why do you think they have a big kind of following? Is it just kind of just because you expected this from kind of Vestron? Is it because of Brian Usna, Reanimator, and the dentist fame's kind of involvement with the latter two? But why do you think these have kind of... Probably because originally, like, you know, I when we, when you asked me to do this with you, I was, I was watching and I, I looked up the history of these films and first of all, like, at the, the time when it was banned <laughs> yeah it was very very controversial so you know generally when you do that to something people are going to want to see it more you know again I, I i take like cannibal holocaust into that you know the more yeah. you take it away the people more people want to see it and i think it kind of has such a you know <clears throat> horrific uh aspect to it turning santa into this like serial killer first of all i think it's effing genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> because totally. like i you know it, and it's it's a movie in itself, too, that doesn't take itself that seriously. I mean, the first one, anyway, the rest of them are kind of <laughs> weird. But the first one, definitely, you can kind of see them playing into like a lot of this. Like, yeah, we know this is a little a little corny. But what, what I like about the movie, especially, too, is like, you know, it, it is horrifying to children. And that's what actually I heard it got banned for is because people were roaring around about basically they were showing ads for this movie in between. Like, I think they said, like, uh, you know, Melrose Place, basically some family oriented shows and kids were starting to get terrified <laughs> of Santa Claus. So they're like, we can't have this. And it's like it's Santa Claus is not even like anything to like, you know, and I'm not trying to get religious here, but anything it, he's a mythical figure. It has nothing to do with any kind of religion. So people were getting really offended about this. Like if you were Before saying, yeah. right. Like if you were saying Jesus had a hatchet and was killing people and it was like, you know, no, it's Santa Claus. And the, the premise of it, I think is absolutely horrifying, but here, here's the, here's the more mundane kind of comical part. And no, I'm not making fun of anybody with PTSD, but this film is ultimately about a guy. Who is suffering from PTSD from this event? It was like if Batman seen his parents get murdered, and then he was like, 
I'm just gonna go on a killing spree <laughs> because of like all because someone was like, here, the guy who murdered your parents is dressed like Santa Claus, so let me put you in a Santa Claus suit. It's like <laughs> this, you know, you this movie actually funny, funny enough, reminded me almost of the Joker, like how we don't really care about mental health, but it wasn't really about that. It like that was not even in question. Like that premise, our audience is not even, you know. They're not playing on that, but that it was, was trying just kind to be of a, more like the purge and what have yeah. you. And, and this one yeah. is interesting in that, yeah, it's. I'm just talking about the mundane comical overall of this oh, poor yeah. guy having PTSD and being put in a Santa Claus outfit, and all of a sudden he goes on oh, a killing spree. And for <laughs> the longest time, horrific. I thought with the sequel it was supposed to be the same guy, and he somehow survived the gunshots. And like, yeah. no, it's his brother who you barely see in the first one. That kid on the. Damn the, the back seat. Uh, yeah, on the back seat and the freaking I think in the ward, we're supposed to believe it's his brother. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah, well, that's a lot to bring in. But yeah, I mean, so I, I knew about it because of the you know garbage day, you know, YouTube yeah. videos surfacing and uh, I but- did listen to a, a great American movies uh podcast uh where they interviewed the actor Eric Freeman and he had mm. just hysterical just behind the scenes trivia have all these other bz grade guys were supposed to be the lead and he got it instead <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's interesting because the whole you know let me get to the whole meat and potatoes of the whole film though it is really it is really interesting and it it takes a lot from traditional uh slasher films you know you have but especially the whole as you can see how this guy progressed into being this like guy who basically turned into a freaking serial killing santa claus because he's not only traumatized from this experience with his uh family in which a santa claus you know pretty much tries to rape his mother but then slits her throat and then kills his father yeah you know it's very brutal and 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 funny enough do it to santa claus who just robbed a liquor store and that's what makes it even to me a little bit more funny even though it's a tragic event it's just like oh yeah that's horrible but then um you know the kid goes to an orphanage where he is beaten basically for seeing sex done between the staff of an orphanage you know it is basically kind of everything it's almost like that let's talk about kevin if kevin became a santa claus it really is about like this (laughs) almost how can we turn this kid into a serial killer in the beginning of this film because every like tragic thing that can behold this kid is happening from like you know being naughty being seen fornication being a dirty boy <laughs> and then him having all these thoughts and stuff to where he's just absolutely traumatized from his time in the orphanage by none other than i might add it's mother superior which i think is absolutely hilarious of a great name and this woman is just you know she beats the boy for seeing something that her staff was doing which was absolutely hilarious um and I, yeah, I'm going to totally use the word hilarious. I don't care how many people are like, that's not funny. No, it was because this, this, well, this every, yeah, every so horrific many things thing. they're trying to make us, you know, figure out. And it's just like, so what, is it trying to be, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for, you know, monkey's paw kind of tell what, and then it kind of almost feels like a typical slasher. And then by the yeah. end of the third act, it's pretty much almost kind of, it's almost uh, from around that same time, almost kind of like uh, William Lustig's Maniac, minus the, you know, 
organized over the top. This is now you're just like, I really absolutely. Don't know what this and I'm actually gonna say that is a trend in all of them. I would say in all of them because I I got to watch mm-hmm. most of them here, and that seemed to be a trend. I'm and you know happy you pointed that out. That's 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 a very good point because a lot of them seem like they don't know what they want to be at some point here. Whether they want to <laughs> be a traditional slasher or yeah, you know more more of a monkey part or even kind Later of like they become creature features, and you're like so right or like right, a traumatic film <laughs> like Last House on the Left. I mean, I even got that some aspect of it. Last House on the Left, you know, during some of these scenes when he's like seeing this horrific stuff. It's like definitely you know, Last House. So yeah. gruesome. You wanna you wanna look away. But, uh, you know, I definitely thought the, the first one, though, I think is definitely a classic. I think the first one, you can't get away from how <laughs> utterly brilliant I think it is. I mean, I, I, I cannot tell you how much I think this is like. And I always, of course, look at today's standards of things. And I know you can't sometimes, but it is hilarious to think that you thought that was insane. You should see stuff now. But yeah, it really, there's stuff now where it's like yeah. it's amazing how and everyone protested when they saw this, you know, a tip slip that you can show. And they re- edited it a few times too which is interesting and it doesn't seem like they like really had too many gruesome parts like you know it wasn't like some of the other films you've you know, I think we've it was watched together scene. it was just yeah. too much and, and they repeated five, about five times so then you're just like whoa, whoa what's going on here <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, I, I like the first one. Honestly, I know it gets a bad rating, but if I had to give the first one uh, anything, I you know we I say, love trash. I thought it was good. I thought I'd give it. I'd give it a thumbs up, man. I thought it was a good uh, horror film for uh, you know a good classic. I mean, there of course it's been remade uh, twice, I believe, a few times actually in different uh, aspects as well. Yeah, the remake's surprisingly pretty. A totally different kind of animal and I, i'm already yeah. a fan of steven c miller's various b actioners but that was interesting in that he kind of went for kind of more of i know it was before uh krampus but kind of just a typical kind of 80s kind of horror comedy and like it was just interesting in that uh basically that like they just kind of just go more with hey He's already on a rampage going berserk. Let's stop him. And just the actors were all having fun. They've all gone on to other B movies, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like you say, I think I I can understand this because I mean, with the first two, you kind of almost get, dare I say, a Patrick Bateman from American Psycho film. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we're moving into the second one. Silent Night 2, Deadly Night Part 2. It is interesting because, okay, Classic. so this film, it, 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 it's, it's oh weird. And, you know, for the first 40 minutes of this movie, it's like a giant recap, I thought. A, si- a recap and a psychological really kind of thriller is like, whoa, yeah. you want to know my favorite color? It's almost like they're doing, a, I don't know, Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> right. It's, it's a lot of recycled elements of the first uh, film. And, you know, of course, this is his brother. Uh, who was traumatized after his uh, br- uh, Billy's murderous rampage. <laughs> and uh, basically he becomes a serial killer himself. And what what I thought was interesting, first of all, um, like I said, a lot of recycled elements from the, uh, from other horror films, as we were talking about, it mm-hmm. definitely has like, almost like a, a Jason S kind of feel here, but more or yeah. less too, I thought the film uh, didn't know what it wanted to be for a while. And it was basically like a serial killer, uh, like a slasher serial killer film. with You're almost like right. a mo- the like editor. a motorcycle fetish with it. Don't forget the motorcycle fetish in the it. Because... Motorcycle fetish. And the oh, director yeah. in, was also the editor and the producer kind of went back and forth. So 
Eric Friedman noted that he was constantly confused because they kept giving him two different stories. Like, you know, the editor kind of wanted more over the topness, and the producer's like, hey, just be a little more restrained. Just don't, you're kind of making notes kind of chuckle. And Freeman, you know, he's kind of trying to do both, but you still just can't help laugh despite his yeah. dedication because it's just very over the top. This one is interesting. And, you know, I have to say, I still thought, like, of course, after the first 40 minutes, it was actually a pretty interesting film. The umbrella scene was insane. When he like sticks the umbrella through the guy, I loved it. Oh, I forgot about I that. that. And then I thought the, that was great. The guy in the phone booth is apparently the director slash editor making a cameo. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then he also got him with those uh, with the uh, the the car. Uh, oh yeah, jumper he makes cables. The guy's eyes explode. It's not as graphic as you think but, it is, but but it's we still... got we can't forget though, Cam. And this is our audience. The <laughs> best part of this whole freaking movie was so you know his whole aspect in the second one is to basically get revenge, basically to finish what his brother started. So of course, what does he do? It's a glorious end because he goes after Anyone Mother who Superior. Even just as soon looks at him the wrong way, he is going to go right. out. And kill but him. but he goes after Mother Superior at the end, and the part where basically Mother Superior, Mother Superior, head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, I. Oh, LOL, everybody. <laughs> it is wild. And even just the shootings in general, I, I almost wonder if half the producers of like every other Death Wish uh, falling down or relentless type movie just, you know, was watching this. It was like, we need something like this to fill up video store shelves with. That'll be the shocker at the end right there. The head scene. God, I'm telling the you, that's what they were scene. saying. Because that was that that was that was good. That was that was a good. uh that was a good out. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they made this one to fill out the uh, shelves because it really does. Like I said, the first 40 minutes is like, yeah, it's still played at theaters. It, it, it's funny too. It almost reminded me of like a Godzilla film. It's like, let's just take elements from the original one and like, yeah. just put it in the first half of it, half you know, movie. make some, make some stupid guy still there. Like I remember when Godzilla and just have a flashback from an older film. And then we're like, Oh, well it still counts as runtime. But yeah, that, <laughs> that, uh, that it, it was definitely, uh, you know, and it's funny too because it, it definitely reminded me. And the next one is actually more like that, but it definitely had almost. And I, I'm not saying there's any correlation between the two. I'm just saying, sequel wise, they were equally like, "What the WTF is this?" Was the Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street the second movie? Because it's like WTF is this. This one was kind of like another WTF is this, even though it had an interesting ending. That's a good way of putting it because it does. It does want to recap you, but it's not a prequel story necessarily. It's right. Oh man. And what a way to revamp it. It's like we, we got nothing else to tell, so we gotta spend some serious time having this guy kind of imitate the manicness of the original actor. Well really Im- ponder it. <laughs> it's like it might as well have been the s- same person. <laughs> So uh, you want to move into the third one? Because the third one was. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll move into the third one. But yeah, just part two, like just when they go ape shit and just all the cops are like, don't do it. And then he ends up just shooting them after faking them out with the suicide warning is like craziness. But it while these may not be irresponsible movies, they know what they are at the same time. And at the same time, they go berserk. And that kind of adds to the entertainment. It's almost like a night of the demons thing. It's like you can yeah. love it for how silly it is versus how fun it is versus how it's a bit too much of everything and that but it's it's charming so you just take it in flaws and all and 
I mean, yeah, when we get to part three here, it's almost kind of like the Wishmaster films where it's just like, well, let's just not <laughs> yeah. do anything even remotely Balls related to the wall. Yeah, let's take what could easily be a USA Network Lifetime or Skinamax movie. And apparently that's what it aired on some of those channels like Joe Bob or TNT. Really? <laughs> that's so, hilarious. So, yeah, part three is like, let's do a psychic serial killer movie. Let's have Robert Colt make uh, having to piss jokes. Let's have. Right. Random interconnected some, stuff shot. In some chick that looks like the girl from the labyrinth in it. <laughs> labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> she did she looked just like her dude i actually had a double check i was like that's not her is it that's no, not, not jennifer Golly, no mm-hmm. <laughs> i had a check but this one was weird man i mean so okay weird. first of all i don't know whether they had i don't know because it, it reminded me of two things and i would like to mention two things the movie reminds me of <laughs> one is it reminded me of when I first seen uh, the return of uh, uh, Brawley, Bra- the third movie of Brawley, where Brawley's not even like anything. He's just like a slime, like almost like Swamp Thing. It's like, like that's not even him. That's what this <laughs> one was like. But then it also reminded me a lot of like, I wonder if they kind of got elements at this time to like, hey, let's just kind of go out there like Dream Master and the Dream Warriors from Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> series. Because it kind of it kind of <laughs> got really weird like that for a moment. And so, you know, because this one, of course, is about like, um, you know, Ray- Ricky Cardwell is actually uh, the serial killer. He's kept awake and a six year coma on like this life support, but it's, it's not just life support. Ladies and gentlemen, he is literally like, like if he was named Dr. Brain and he basically has Dr. his brain, brain. like yeah. a floating, like cesspool above his head. I mean, the, the stereotypical thing you can think of a man with like a jar of his brain on his head. It was that. And it <laughs> was pretty, it was pretty great. <laughs> And oh, I mean totally. that in a complete sarcastic, sarcastic he, way. He literally, yeah, he has a brain. He is almost like Mojo Jojo <laughs> from Powerpuff Girls. He is right, naked and exposed. And then the using off. ESP to get a hold of this girl to basically make her like bring her to him or something. Yeah, <laughs> this and it one? takes you a while to realize that's Bill Mosley, who's been in all the, you know, horror movies, Devil's Carnival, Texas Chainsaw, and Rob right. Zombie's Carnival, and you're just like, whoa, that's that's him. That's why he looks familiar. <laughs> you know, I didn't enjoy this uh one like very much at all, actually. I thought this one was kind of uh It's kind of a discount, just random slash Halloween yeah. Halloween three. <laughs> you know, oh, there you let's go. Just, let's just make some movie about some candy factory and shit. You know, it's like what are we gonna do? Oh, there you go. <laughs> and because it's so goofy, that makes up for what otherwise would have been wow, that was anticlimactic. But right. yeah, and part four is even more confusing because like they Oh, oh let's you, oh let's go ahead and move into that. Let's go move ahead. into it. And so they claim that there's stock footage of the psychic gal, but I didn't see her anywhere, Laura. I yeah. No, but, the fourth yeah, one, part, man. Last one was like, uh, wait until dark, knock off. And this one is more of a just, uh, there's slashers out there and it's a death cult. But yeah, I mean, I'm already familiar with Brian Usnell, what he did later on, like Faust. And, yeah, know, it happens yeah. definitely like almost like a Rosemary baby element. If like, you know, the main chick was like the baby. An Argento it was film. Yeah. And- yeah, it was, it was weird. This one, I did not like. I tried to watch it. I won't lie. I tried to watch this one. No, um, good. It was a little. 
it was so out there. Like it was, it was out there. I actually enjoyed the next one more than I enjoyed this. No, one. it's all good. I mean, this, I kind of no, enjoyed it as a feature feature, but it was also right. one of those. I'm like, because of how it doesn't really show half the shit, and it's kind of, you know, Usno was always kind of like discount Sam Raimi. Let me do some other just wacky effects, but it just changes in tone. So it's a total two a.m. kind of movie. While part five, yeah. when you get to part five, I mean. We're just behold, in no man's land. Three people who, yeah, were in the last one. Uh, I had my notes. Uh, yeah, Toys the, killing people. Yeah, the female lead, and then uh, Lonnie the kid, uh, and then Clint Howard as Ricky the you know crazy guy who's got all the bugs and everything. You know, they return, and like you say, yeah, Mickey Rooney is in this. He was like the most outspoken critic of the first one but he didn't know that this was a sequel to that movie he had outcried and i don't know why anyone cares when it, he's a it, it was you know though it reminded me a lot of um i don't know if you've ever seen it it's the episode with the mannequins from the twilight zone it was very kind it of does like, feel like that it feels it, like reminiscent a, of that in a I very looking creepy for a produced by full moon or charles Band right because it's in a very weird yeah. creepy bicentennial man kind of way bicentennial I mean, man meets puppet master meets right um, i mean these, this is creepy this one i liked a lot more because it's like more kind of on the nose and i'm like cool we're here i get where we're at now and i'm totally <laughs> down with it you know we're 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 already in like a totally different world than the other one you know we're not talking about a serial killer santa claus anymore but i'll i'll, I'll go with this okay yeah pretty much it's just like they're all robots or santas or some other things I'm a, yeah i'm a big fan of batman's like the toy maker and shit like that so like you know this i'm cool i'm cool with it dude i'm cool with it you know it's like all right cool killer it's like toys you know, killer toys man you know it just it needed tim exist. thomerson playing a sheriff and it would have been absolute cold <laughs> right Overall, though, man, I mean, I, I really I thought these the series, I'm glad you asked me to do it with you. I thought they were really, uh, really interesting. I thought they were entertaining, very entertaining. <laughs> and from the people like, you know, I had people that were watching these over my shoulder here going, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm watching these because I'm going to be doing a show on them. And I was like, you want to watch it with me? But he's like, no. And I was like, why? And he because he always usually watches with me. He's like, <laughs> looks cheesy as hell. And I was like. Well, it totally is. I was like, but you know what, man? I'm a. I said, you know, what I'm gonna do next Halloween. I said, I'm gonna totally come and dress as Santa Claus. He's like, oh, really? He's like, that'll horrify the kids. And I said, yeah. I said, but I'm gonna put a little blood in my beard, you know? And he goes, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, why not? I mean, I think that's a great horrific costume to have on Halloween is to be dressed up as Santa Claus. Now, man, we're gonna bring this back. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I don't know about Cam. I can't speak for Cam, but I'm gonna bring it back as being a Santa Claus. You know, as a scary thing. I will thing do that. I will go as Eric Redman, and you will go as Santa Claus. Perfect. Because <laughs> I thought I thought they were I thought they were they're uh, they're charming films. That's what I thought they were in their own right. They're charming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna is proceed with caution if you're gonna get the updated Shout Factory Blu-ray produced by everyone's pal. Jason Beam, just, you know, get them really, really extremely discounted and have plenty of pals who can watch junky movies with you because you're going to watch them probably once. And like you said, or maybe you'll watch them a few different times, but, you know, proceed with caution. You know, you're not you don't know if you'll like it or not until you sit down through it. And it's hard even by the YouTube clips like the it also depends, you know, because 
the YouTube clips, they were just junky VHS things. The music sounds so different in the first two <laughs> than on a YouTube clip, which is probably an old VHS discount DVD print, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, you can watch them on Tubi. That's probably the most ideal way if you just want to see them, but not spend a dime. You know, we mentioned the remake. They they did make the remake in 2012, which was loosely based off of it. And I have to say, if you want to talk about that one, I, I you know I'm down to talk about that one too. I actually did watch that one as well for this. Okay, sweet. I uh, yeah. Well, what are your first thoughts? It's kind of simple. It's pretty simple. Like I said, it's more of a uh, probably more based towards the police perspective of chasing a guy dressed as Santa Claus, killing people. I mean, it is so loosely based off the original. You don't even have to. You could call it basically mm-hmm. anything. They got to Jamie call King from the yeah. Escape Plan and Sin City movies. You might know her as Mickey Rourke's uh, girlfriend who gets killed. And yeah, she's the I can't remember. She's the deputy. She's definitely not the sheriff. No, she is. Yeah, she's the deputy. She is the sheriff. Yeah, she, oh, she oh she is the sheriff, yeah. Oh, but, I thought yeah, you said No, no, I, she's the deputy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure she is. But <laughs> yeah, they're just it, it has a very like Fargo type I was about you know <laughs> Fargo type, you know, because it's about a small town where Santa Claus is just basically running around killing people on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all it is. No and, description available. <laughs> yeah that's all i can really tell you about it i mean it was decent there's some cool action scenes you know there's a uh, some you know haha moments but beyond that it also had michael mcdowell he's actually the sheriff um, that's what it was yeah and he's there yeah. he's not wasted like other times where you've seen him where you're like this no he's actually by any british actor yeah <laughs> yeah he's used a little bit in this film and you know like i said it wasn't bad i mean this one i would i would say if you're watching all the Comfort other ones food definitely pop this one in to be like you know what i want to watch a revamp reversion of it like you know yeah it what, doesn't have any kids, junky what would CGI. the kids want to see it as now and it's like this this is what all the kids are watching here i think they <laughs> take it as a typical kind of diehard gremlins kind of christmas movie but right at the same time exactly. yeah it, it it doesn't break any new ground but it's just fun and, and that's fun. what stephen c miller's always been about he did a similar movie which was like an r-rated version of home alone I call the aggression scale. What would happen if yeah. a kid went around with a shotgun and just, you know, fought back, was prepared to fight, you know, intruders, you know, <laughs> and, right. uh, and he's done some other cool shoot 'em ups and um, just spy movies. And I don't know what he's working on next, but I, I applaud him. Uh, but this was kind of cool because it just, he just flirted with the horror genre and he just, yeah. just he kept it simple. This is like, it, it is. It's like a simple, it's David really even got horror. It's like almost out. like a, like a guy literally going around just massacring people dressed as Santa. That's a big shoot 'em up almost as Santa. Oh, it really is. Do you feel like that's what that David Harbour movie that's coming out this year is kind of inspired by? I'm not sure. I uh Oh, let me look it up. You probably have seen it. Like the see. trailer or promo, but no, it's called The New okay. Silent Night. No, no, it's not a new silent. It's it's just a similar kind of movie. Uh it is Violent Night. Violent. A group of mercenaries attack an estate of a wealthy family on Christmas Eve, and this guy who's Santa Claus must step in to save the day. It's oh, by Jesus. Universal. So, oh boy, and John Leguizamo's in it. It's you know, I can already tell you right now, our audience and David Harbor, <laughs> it this is going to be an Academy Award-winning film. We're calling it now. <laughs> this is going to take home everything just just right now just calling it now you know just gonna take it <laughs> home this is when they call every award this season this is the film they're gonna call you're gonna hear about this one 
<laughs> uh, good. I, I I personally like Leguizamo, whether it's a good movie. Oh, I don't mind John Leguizamo, but let, let's be movie. honest. Yeah. Well, he's actually making a comeback now, John. I'm not trying to be mean. I know I asked you to come on the show. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but you no, know, he's actually making a comeback, and I've always loved John Leguizamo. I think he actually gets a bad rap a lot. I think it was just the pest and Spawn annoyed a lot of people. So well, just... it, he pulled a Ben Affleck. Before there was a Ben Affleck, there was a time where he was just in everything, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And people get sick of watching, seeing someone so many times. I mean, he got that, out of the gangbanger roles, fortunately, early. He just yeah. lead his way in Empire. And then after that, it's like, OK, we're not going to have you be the gangbanger anymore. Now we're going to have you be the best friend or right. just comic relief Agent. or the detective. Right. Yeah. Who comes in. Yeah. Uh, I think when well, he I'm actually watching with the TV here. stand up. But yeah. Okay, um, this, so this trailer is just kind of, I've only seen parts of it, and it is pretty wild, Violent Night, and, but I'm Typical. sure, I I will be aghast if I see an interview and the filmmakers of it say they haven't oh, ever Jesus. seen Silent Night, because, I mean, someone had to, whether it's a producer or what, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, Cam, I just saw, I just saw Santa Claus come to the chimney, eat a cookie, and now he's getting ready to, you know, kick ass. I mean, that's, you know, like I said, this is this is taking home the gold, bro. I, oh, dude, he's got a magic bag. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm telling you, Cam, this is this is this is a uh, this is gold. Okay, I can't. Even, I don't want to spoil it, so I'll stop the trailer right here because uh, so theater. Oh, he, he threw a shuriken in that guy's face. A <laughs> I guess it's a red band trailer. Um, so theater visit. Or home video? Uh, probably home video. Right. Oh. <laughs> Being honest, man. I mean, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> it's Santa Claus, Santa Claus throwing a shuriken in someone's face. I don't know. You know, I can already tell you right now, that's the kind of movie my boy would come up to me right on Christmas, like December 2nd, and be like, Dad, I want you to go take me to see that film. And I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> that's definitely one I'd probably end up seeing. But... I'd probably wait for it to come on home video, but man, it looks interesting. It looks like probably another version of the Meg, you know, a really high budget to B movie. That's what it kind of looks like to uh, me. That's though, so right true. Yeah. Escape you know. plan, the Meg. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. Even every honest. other serial killer movie half the time, you know, when you would see it, you couldn't tell is like, was it made for HBO? Was it made for theaters? It's right. tough to tell when they're both cost 10,000 to 2 million in that time with people being been doing an honest, it the 80s. Be an honest movie critic. It looks like nothing new. Yes. Another <laughs> cheap B movie they wasted. Right. Like, <laughs> Like there was never a market for it during the sixties and seventies. It's like okay, there were other movies besides Seven. Guys. It's like the Meg, you know. It's like oh god, god, how many giant shark films have there been? Oh, there's only been. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, every other detective movie nowadays seems to just be a noir tribute, and everyone's wondering why it's so basic. I'm like, yeah, because right. they're literally referencing forties movies they grew up watching on Turner Classic. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, all right, man. So that was fun. Dolly, what are you doing for Christmas? Christmas? Nothing much, man. Well, I'm staying here. I'm probably going to... special movies you're watching? On oh, the oh, oh, I'm not sure what we're... Christmas special-wise, I'm going to probably make the guys... Probably, I want to probably do a movie for each day of the... Each day of the... Each day of the month of uh, December. I think mm. I want to do that. Kind of like a... 
like our shark flotation special, but literally I'm probably going to make my guys whip <laughs> them and be like, you all choose a movie and you're going to review that movie. I don't care if it's like, you know, a romantic film. It has to be Christmas related. And it has to be on the day when you say yes. it's going to be on the day. Yes, exactly. It has to be on that day. So it's like, I want it to, <laughs> I want it to be like, almost like a play by play. You know, people are going to like, like when you're opening chocolates, I want them to be on YouTube doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not that Fuck special. It. I'm going to rewatch but... the movie too. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Just, you know, something fun like that. Not, no, uh, you know, maybe add some horror in there too. I'll probably put throw this one in there and be like, you know, I'll probably be like, hey, make sure you watch this episode from when me and Cam did it. Um, <laughs> but I'll, uh, I'll definitely throw in one or two horrors in there. I'll be like, you know, just to change it up a little bit. If anything, if- just show the best of clips when he's just finally just like, guts the cop at the very end <laughs> because let's be honest i mean if i was to do every single movie i mean i was already thinking about it i was like god okay i know there's a lot of christmas films out there honestly but if i think mm-hmm. about it god damn how many christmas story movies and i'm telling the guys too right now you cannot do the christmas you can do the christmas story one time and you, can, you guys all yeah, have to that's, pick it. Yeah. that's it one time this is because I'm not, you know, you could say it's going to, we could all agree it's going to be the Jim Carrey animated one or one from the old one to something. But, you know, <laughs> one time we're not counting all these remakes. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to watch some movies, man. I, I didn't really care for it that everyone loves, you know, because I feel, I feel stupid that I hate these movies. I don't hate them. I just, you know, I don't watch them like Polar Express. It's not that I hate the film. I just never really, I never really cared. You know, just don't and really... it gets tiresome if after a while yeah. it's just like okay, so but like that happened. But like one I really want to add to it is like Ernest Saves Christmas because I loved that film when I was a kid. I saw it. <laughs> it was on Disney Channel every holiday, even when it was. Yeah, and it was just like wow. Okay. Oh yeah, that was a Christmas special for a long time for me, man. Um, you know, I think the first one I'm probably gonna do because even though it is so cliche, I will not lie to you. I think it really does. <laughs> behold the meaning of christmas i want to see if you want to guess what it is it's actually going to be probably charlie brown's christmas because i think that is like probably a good one to start off with if you're try- really trying to get the true meaning of christmas and shit really? like what, okay. the way i learned it that's what i would say is charlie brown because he tells that whole story about jesus and everything and what christmas is supposed to be about you know that's what christmas is all about charlie brown <laughs> and it's like we'll go from there you know then we'll get into like the romantic films and all that kind of shit and die hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, may, maybe I'll make the guys do a jingle like on the third day of Christmas. Oh, my true love bring to me. Die hard. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. I mean, there's so many other cliche psych trilogy films. You could have the psych I'm not, movies. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to. But hey, they're there. Like I know I'm gonna be getting, and the guys are probably gonna leave me with the shitty ones. Like I know I'm gonna be watching all, all the romantic trope ones too. Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. Tap out. Tap out. yeah. I'm sorry, I, I love hey, something in the restroom. I gotta. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. Because I know, like, there's one that they they did recently with Danny from uh, Game of Thrones. I forget what it was called, but oh it was, god, uh, yeah, I'll probably end up seeing that one. That was it. That's my idea. But we're also probably going to be doing a, a um, God, dude, the time with us. Is so, you're only an hour ahead of me now, huh? For now. <laughs> for now. Until for how long? Until it resets again. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know because we're going to be doing and like because my buddy sent it up. He's writing it right now. We're going to do a real sharks D and D. 
so we're gonna nice. play dungeon we're gonna play dungeons and dragons yeah online <laughs> nice. with dice yeah that's what we're gonna do so we're gonna do a D special where we basically just play dungeons and dragons and people can watch us <laughs> <laughs> and um we're gonna do that and then um i'm probably gonna do i don't know if you ever seen the movie uh planet dinosaurs or planet of the dinosaurs it's a, it's on youtube it's a really old film i used to watch when i was a kid oh yeah oh yeah dude wait really <laughs> oh dude i i've, I've all i used to, i reviewed it a long time ago when i first started doing this show and i want to do a watch along and just kind of like with the guys and just sit, sit this free on youtube and sit there and just like make fun of it dude because it is fucking great i think it's a great film so <laughs> those are that's probably my schedule here but i also want to get our cannibal holocaust thing done too because let's yeah, do that you know that's, it my dude Let's do that next, okay, with me and you, all right? Anytime. And we'll we'll yeah. schedule that out. I'll let you know uh, next week here what I can do, okay? Absolutely. And all right. stay safe out there and you keep too, jamming. <laughs> you too, man. And have a good Christmas if I don't see you, dude. And you'd be oh, safe, oh, too. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, should both, we should both tell each other that. We should both have safe Christmases. The only our time that, we're going to get uh, fucking mugged by Santa Clauses. Right. The only time that home invasions are legal. <laughs> Yeah, and the only other time, too, we show uh, trees who's boss, you know, by cutting them down and showing the other trees, <laughs> demonstrating them like, you know, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, All man. right, buddy. I'll catch you later, man. Uh, wish you the best, my dude. You too, man. <laughs>